The hardest part of any project, hands down, is the beginning. In fact, this is the third time I've started this recording. If you're someone who also has a hard time starting projects, for whatever reason, maybe you think, oh, who's going to read it anyway? Or what good is it going to do if I do this project? That's pretty common with books. We tend to put ourselves in a place where we don't think it's going to be of any value. This podcast is one of those ideas where it felt I felt some resistance to starting because I started to have those questions. Who's going to listen? Who really wants to listen to me write a book? How's that going to work anyway? But intuition is always guiding me. So today, February 19th on a snowy Chicago day, I'm sitting in my bedroom. I've got a basket of laundry on my left, a shirt strewn across the chair to my right. I haven't made my bed yet. And I've got notes spread out on the floor. So I just came upstairs and I sat down and I said, today's the day I start. The concept of perfection or having to get it right is one of those things that stops most people. So I thought it was a good topic to start with, right? You just start, you start where you are. So where am I with this book? I thought about it a year ago, right? And then I let it percolate. And don't misunderstand the percolation process with not taking inspired action because I'm very good at taking inspired action, but I'm also good at least now I'm good at waiting for the synchronistic moment to appear. So today's the day. I'm just going to start where I am. So this project started a year ago and I let it percolate and I thought about it. And as soon as I felt like I had enough of an idea of what I wanted to do, I decided I was going to also create this podcast to go along with it. So if you're someone who also has a hard time starting, maybe you can use this podcast to help you understand that you just start where you are. You know, you start with your insecurities, you start with your doubts, you start with your unknowns. But if you harness the power of intuition, it will help guide you all along the process. And I think that's part of what happened here with this podcast is it's an attempt to have someone else who is struggling with the process of trusting your own intuition and the creative aspect. How, how do you do that? You, you literally just start where you are and you follow the ideas that feel good. So it felt like a really good idea to make this podcast. So here I sit on the bedroom floor. And one of the ideas that I think I'm going to talk about today is how I'm beginning to see the structure of this book come into play. And there are some ideas that may not make it into the book. For example, I am really interested in how to weave together the concept that is used in fictional writing, story structure, story beats, different ways of integrating fictional stories with self-help books. In fact, I did this a couple years ago when I created a course called Visualization Mastery 201 which is still available if anyone's interested, they can find it in my store. But Visualization Mastery 201, I created written content about the concepts 
And then I created a fictional character that you could see experiencing those concepts. And it felt like a nice middle ground between us trying to see for ourselves these concepts and witness them in our own life and witnessing them from a third person point of view. So it's a nice go-between. I would love to be able to do that in this next book somehow as well. And again, inspiration and intuition will help guide me if that's what it's supposed to be. The other thing that I like is I was listening to an author. She worked in Hollywood and she actually worked on George Clooney's film uh, studio as a writer, helping to create sellable scripts or sellable novels is what she does. And she talked about story beats, things like in the first act where there's the setup the inciting incident, the decision or point of no return, which leads to act two, which is the protagonist takes action toward the midpoint or the main desire. Maybe there's a plot twist and the protagonist takes further action towards the main desire. And then the protagonist loses it all. Then there's the climax. And in act three, there's the resolution. As I was listening to her talk about this, the interesting thing is I was able to see where my life fit into these story beats. In fact, the only reason I created the Accelerate Your Mojo book and online program and work that I do with students now is because I went through story beats in my own life, right? It was when I worked with another very famous coach and I went through all of these story beats. You know, I could look back and line them all up where I, I got interested. I figured out who he was. I felt like I was supposed to work with him. You know, I ended up flying there, working with him, and then lost it all because A, it wasn't right, and B, I ran out of money. You know, I spent $20,000 with this guy. But the resolution was that I decided to trust myself which ultimately is what I want for you is to trust yourself. And when you lean into your intuition, when you learn how to hear it and trust it as it's coming through for you, that's when your life starts to flourish. I don't want you to listen to my intuition. I want you to listen to your intuition. So if I can help you connect with your inner guidance by doing this podcast and showing you how my inner guidance leads me, Maybe you'll say, yes, that works for me. No, that doesn't work for me. And you'll figure out how you're going to investigate it for yourself in your own creative projects. It doesn't have to be writing. It can be anything. It can be work, relationships, or just stuff you're doing that, that's interesting to you. Photography, maybe you're an actor. I don't know. You know, it's, it's whatever's happening in your life. So I'm sitting here on the floor and... I'm looking at the things that I have written so far. One of the things that I think is really important, I've got my notes here, is that I put a couple different things into this book. And the first is the perspective that you are both a source-connected non-physical consciousness who happens to have also a physical perspective 
simultaneously. So for someone who wants to strengthen their connection to their intuitive guidance, this concept is essential because it is, intuition is the thing that exists between those two perspectives. It's the translator between the communication, right? So non-physical consciousness, your non-physical consciousness, right? The aspect of you that is continually non-physically focused is communicating with you. And while this physical perspective is looking through a lens of limitation, as you look through that lens of a limitation, it appears as if you are cut off. It appears as if you don't have a connection because that's the experience that the lens of limitation gives. So you've got these two perspectives and it looks like they're really far apart, but the intermediary is the intuition. So your non-physical self is communicating in frequency. Intuition translates that frequency and you feel it somehow. Maybe it's a sensation in your body. Maybe it's a thought in your head. Maybe it's a visualization. Maybe it's an inclination to do something. That's the way intuition is communicating with you. So it's really important that you begin to accept that you have these two perspectives and that intuition is the go-between. The second thing that we absolutely have to address in this book is the nature of beliefs. Because you have a belief about intuition, you have a definition of intuition in relationship to yourself. Whatever your active definition is, is the way that you're experiencing it in real time. For example, maybe you think only women are intuitive, that men are definitely not intuitive. That's a belief about intuition, which gives you an experience about the concept. Maybe you feel like you're not intuitive and you can't trust it. So you will then have an experience where you can't trust your intuition because you create your reality and your definitions are creating the experiential part of it. So again, my hope is that you begin to experiment and expand your definition of intuition, that you learn what your definition is, and then you decide if you'd prefer something else. And most people that connect with me want a different definition, right? They're seeking, if you picked up the book in the first place, you're seeking a stronger connection with your intuition, or maybe you just want a connection. So these are things that I have found essential and important to begin to investigate. Your relationship as a non-physical consciousness, a spirit, a soul, as it happens to be happening at the same time as your physical perspective, and get in touch with your beliefs. You know what your beliefs are by how you feel and what you experience. It's really, really simple. So begin to understand what your relationship with intuition is. Maybe you're someone who is beginning to explore intuition. You're like, oh, it's really woo-woo. You know, it's for those weird people. But on the other hand, you're really interested in it, but you don't want to be associated with those really weird people. Or maybe you think intuition is only for mediums and channels, and you don't define yourself as a medium or a channel. That will inhibit your ability to experience the 100% of intuitive guidance is coming through for you 
24-7. So that's one of the third points that's really important to me to talk about in this book is that we are so connected to this non-physical aspect of us that we can create the experience of being disconnected. We're never not connected, but we're given free will so we can create the experience of being disconnected. And that will sound like certain phrases. I'm not intuitive. I can't trust it all the time. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it's coming through for me. Those are some examples of sentences that you will find yourself saying if you are creating for yourself the experience of disconnection. That is not the same thing as disconnection. You are a non-physical consciousness experiencing itself as a physical expression. You are never not connected. You are way more non-physical than you are physical. And again, intuition is the go-between between those two perspectives. So those are some essential points that I am going to begin to explore in the next couple of episodes. And the way that I typically create a project and start a project is, again, I percolate on it. You know, I, I really enjoy the thought process that takes place before I do any inspired actions in terms of physical creation. I have a couple notes on note cards, but I basically know what it is I want to communicate in the book. What do I feel is important to know about in order for you to strengthen your intuitive connection? And today as it sits, right, and it will expand and grow, these are the things that feel essential. And so I'm asking my intuitive guidance to to show me more, like what more things do you, the listener, you know, the person who wants a deeper connection with their intuition, what do you want to know? And then my intuitive guidance will help me through giving the ideas that are things you're thinking about. Even if you don't send me any questions, which you can, if you've got questions that you want to know about, you feel free to send them to me. But I do have the responses from about 500 people who were at my intuition um, masterclass, the Intuition for Everyday Living masterclass a year ago. And there's a lot of common themes, right? Distrust of self, don't know how it's coming through, can't really trust it. So another thing that's important, and I've talked about this quite a bit, is knowing the difference between fear and intuition. Intuition is a calm certainty however it comes through for you whether it's a voice in your head or a thought that you think or a feeling in your body or an awareness that you have the energy of that connection is calm certainty you can absolutely have calm certainty come through in an emergency situation totally possible But if you were expressing energy through a negative belief and you're fearful, doubtful, worried, anxious, jealous, any of those negative emotions, that's you expressing energy through a negative or limiting belief system. That's not intuition. 
They're very different. So if you're in a situation and you're feeling fear or you're feeling anxiety, that's simply you flowing energy through a certain structure of a belief, which is what we call negative. If you are getting communication from your higher self or through if let's say a spirit or a guide is using your intuitive mechanism to communicate with you the energy of that communication is very different than you flowing your energy through a limiting belief system for example many many years ago we were driving on the highway at about 70 75 miles per hour it was when i was pregnant with my third child And I had two little ones in the back and my husband was driving. And I remember distinctly looking down at the floor. I just, in that moment, that's where I was casting my gaze was at the floor. And in my head, I heard a voice and it said, look up. And it was a calm certainty. Now, I don't know if that was a combination of my higher self and my mom who died when I was 20 communicating a message to me or what it was but it was a message that came through with calm certainty look up so i followed it i followed its directive and i looked up and my husband had just blinked and not opened his eyes he had fallen asleep at the wheel so the timing is always perfect with inner guidance and that was an emergency situation right i mean you're driving 70 75 miles per hour down the highway and if the driver blinks a little too long then you're in trouble so that was an emergency situation where the delivery of the message was calm certainty you can have that at any point or you can simply be in a relaxing situation like me in this podcast and have intuitive ideas come through and I believe that Because I sit in a place of trusting my inner guidance, it is communicating to me through a very, very subtle vibration, the ideas that I need to speak aloud, the things that will be interesting to my future listeners. That's the kind of relationship I have with my inner being, with my intuition. It's, It's like, you know what, you, you just give me the ideas and I will trust them. I've never heard a podcast like this before. It doesn't mean there aren't podcasts out there where people catalog their process of creating something. I'm sure that there are. I don't know about them, but that doesn't mean they aren't out there. But for me, I've never done this before and I've never done this with a writing project. But again, my hope is that if you have a project that you are struggling to either start or continue or finish, that you will use this as a permission slip to help you get started on your own project and to see that there's no perfect path forward. There's only the steps that we take. And there really isn't a wrong step. You might feel like, and that's why we're going to talk about beliefs, is you might feel like you're taking the wrong step. You might feel like you have no connection with your inner guidance, but that is just an experience that you are giving yourself as a very powerful 
creator, a non-physical consciousness that's creating this experience for yourself. So that's where I sit today. I sit in a place of telling you kind of where my ideas are focused. Again, I'll sort of recap. As I sit here today, my general sensation is excitement around creating a book to help you strengthen your intuitive connection. We'll talk about this pers- this dual perspective, this simultaneous dual perspective that you have as a non-physical consciousness experiencing itself through the physical lens and why those two perspectives are important. What beliefs have to do with any of this stuff? And then different ideas that you can use to help connect and strengthen your own inner guidance. You already have this capability, right? You don't even need to listen to this podcast because all you need to do is find the inclination and the excitement around connecting more deeply with who you really are and everything will happen naturally, right? It just, it just naturally happens when you have the excitement to dive deeper into who you really are. It naturally unfolds because you as a creator will give yourself the experiences that you are seeking, which is so cool. So one of those happens to be interacting with this podcast, because if you're interacting with it, it was to some degree interesting, exciting. You were curious about it. You wanted to see how it was going to help you. And everyone will take something different from this. In fact, in every single episode, each listener perceives something different based on where they are in their own relationship with concepts that I talk about, what their beliefs are about their own intuitive ability, and you know how they feel about themselves, their own spiritual awakening. So it's pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing. And I hope you'll stick with me because I'm going to read a couple sections from the book and, you know, bounce ideas off of you guys as listeners as I go through this. So that's my general outline, right? You know, it's not a whole lot. And, and if I could show you what I have, it's just a couple of scribbles on a piece of paper, a couple of note cards. I like to put my ideas in short form on note cards and lay them out in front of me and see how I'm directed to put them together to see what feels the the best, you know, what what resonance do I get from each idea? And that's basically what I'm going to put in there. So, again, don't worry about what other people think of your ideas because that's really not important. You're here to create. And so if there's something that you want to create, just start by putting certain things down on paper, for example. That's one way to start. Uh, and again, remember, I started just thinking about it, getting excited, excited about it, spending a year um, just letting the ideas percolate and then waiting for the right moment to take inspired action. There was nothing, you know, phenomenal about today. It was a very average, ordinary day. It's cold outside. It's February. Um, you know, like I said, my bedroom isn't even clean. So 
that makes it a perfect day to start. You start from where you are and then you begin to move forward, listening to those inner inclinations, listening to what feels interesting to me. Don't worry about what's interesting to anyone else. Their perspective should not be influencing your creative process. Follow your highest level of excitement. Take it as far as you can take it from the choices that you have before you until you can't take it any farther. And don't demand that that passion or excitement necessarily turn into something and stay in a positive mindset no matter what. If you follow that process, you will constantly be creating the kinds of opportunities, the kinds of projects, the kinds of relationships, the kinds of experiences that are important and interesting to you.